1: Welcome aboard on this very interesting Monday as we get ready for the NFL owner meetings this week. Owner meetings and then we get you ready for the National Football League draft. What a bunch of news over the weekend. What a moment at the Academy Awards last night. By the way, I had a chance to kind of hit on this with Barrett Brooks at the middle earlier today. I'll just start it off by saying this never risk any never risk everything when there's nothing to gain okay will risk everything because that's what's going to define him now sure he's got all the money all the accolades all the great movies he's made but he'll be defined by that moment last night slapping chris rock his greatest moment in motion pictures will be marred by that. He risked everything on how people perceive him. You know, people could say this about the Sean Watson. You risk everything for a potential story that could ruin you with nothing to gain. Just telling you, don't do it. Not when there's so much to lose. I've been watching some of the shows and listening to people make a comment, and some people justify it, some people don't justify it. By the way, earlier today, Xander's right, this thing was trending to be the worst Academy Awards TV ratings wise in history. They were trending to be a 9 6, and all of a sudden it goes to 17 million people ended up watching it. One of the highest rated in recent memory academy awards after the slap look at this oscars 2022 viewership right there will smith slaps chris rock and look at where the number went to that's where it actually ended up it was basically the slap heard around the world but man he he risks so much for such an accomplished guy you know I I, I don't justify assault, and I love the fact that Chris Rock is not going to press any charges. And I got to give it to Chris Rock. He was a total pro, man. Blew it off, went into the uh, documentary, got off the stage, and went on his way. Will Smith will live with that for the rest of his life, and he'll be defined by that by a lot of folks in this country. Don't remember that. Almost broke the internet. Almost broke the internet. So that was entertaining. By the way, I'm watching this thing live. And I I tell my wife, I go, I think right now Will Smith just slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. But you know what really is also sad about our country right now? Man, I would hate to be a comedian today. You can't say anything or do anything. Used to be a time when we didn't take ourselves so serious as a country and as people. But because of what the media... And how the media has been portraying Americans. Man, you can't say anything about one's heritage anymore. By the way, don't ever do imitations any longer in broadcasting. You can't, that's a no-no. That's a no-no. Don't make any joke about a particular heritage. Get called in the principal's office in 10 seconds. My friend, Tony Bruno, made a comment a couple years ago about LeBron James almost ruined him (laughs) theoretically put a put a doorstop in his career because of something he was being sarcastic on we used to do this all the time but people don't have a sense of humor anymore in our society they don't or what they do is they pick and choose okay last night was a great example of that just really sad hey how about this you can't say anything any longer without somebody being offended. You know, it's funny, we pick and choose, like I say. You know, they don't want to have Aunt on the Aunt box anymore, or the syrup bottle. But it's okay for Yale to have the name and be named after the biggest slave trader of all time. No one says anything about that. That Yale was actually named after a slave trader. Everyone, that's all right, though. We'll leave that alone. We won't go anywhere. Or how about the Masters? I mean, right? No one's complaining about the Masters. We seemingly pick and choose. And our society today, man, can't, can't goof, can't say anything, can't joke. That's why I, I so miss the NFL locker rooms where nothing was off limits. Society's so off limits today. You say this, you get castrated, you say that, you get villainized. That's a great example And it was a pretty good exercise to watch how society has handled it. There's some people making excuses for Will Smith. There's no excuses to put your hand on somebody, especially over a lame-ass joke like that. By the way, Chris Rock didn't even write that joke. The show writers wrote the joke. He said it, and he got slapped in the face for it. How about that? The Oscar people wrote that script and that joke for him. It was weak. But Will... You know, went over the line. It's interesting how people have been dissecting it. Hughes says, fake or not? No way, man. That thing is totally true. Dude, it's totally real. Chris Rock even came out today and said, No, nah, man. He goes, I'm not pressing charges and he wants to move on with his life. He goes, This is, that's something I want to be part of. I'll be shocked if Chris Rock shows up again at the Academy Awards. Uh, you guys could think it's staged, okay? It's it, p- The people that probably think it's staged are probably still in disbelief that something like that can happen. Man, it was only a matter of time before somebody lost their shit on something like that. Anyway, we move on here. I also brought this up with Barrett Brooks this morning. On helping Jalen Hurts become a better quarterback, for this 2022 season. By the way, I'm not going to, in any way whatsoever, trash Jalen Hurts today. Not going to say anything. I'm going to ask you, and we're going to do an exercise here. The exercise is, are the Eagles doing the very best they possibly can to make Jalen Hurts the best player they possibly can? Yes or no? Do you believe in your heart that the Eagles are 1,000% sold in that that kid is the future of their team. And if you come back and tell me, no, Sills, I think that Jalen Hurts is the 2022 Philadelphia Eagles answer, then you haven't answered your question at quarterback. You can't have three years of that question being asked every day, every night. Some of you said this to me the other day. Sills, you what? On my my Twitter page, seals you waffle all the time on Jalen. Well, because Jalen's play makes me do that. One week he's here, one week he's there. One week he's here, one week he's here. His play dictates that. A.J. Brown is out there. D.K. Metcalf's name is being floated around where potential teams like the Chiefs and Packers are interested in those two players. You know, I read some numbers to you earlier, and I was wrong about them. I want to read them to you now with the updated numbers. You know those numbers that I threw at you this morning? And if you weren't there for it, I'm going to read them to you again. On the firepower for the Philadelphia Eagles, I was wrong. This is the cap hit number. Devonte Smith, 4.5. Quez Watkins, 937K. Zach Pascal, 1.5. Goddard, 3.7. This is the cap hit if they were to cut these particular players. And Miles Sanders, 1.7. Do you know what the actual salaries are for these respected players? Here we go. Devonte Smith, eight hundred twenty-five thousand dollars base. Quez Watkins, eight ninety-five base. Zach Pascal, one million. Goddard, one million. Most of this is all in signing bonus. Why the number is big, and they average it out to a particular number. Miles Sanders, one point two. Both your starting wide receivers, Smith and Watkins, make under 900 grand base. Make under nine? No, no. Hey, no, no, no. Chris, Pascal's not number two. I got Watkins there. Your number three guy's Pascal. He's making a million base. 825, 895. Actually, get that. 825, 895, 1 million, 1 million, 1.2. Jesus, criminy. One, two, three, four, five. You got $5 million lined up in base salary and five players. I ask you again, are the Philadelphia Eagles really, really giving... Jalen Hurts, the best opportunity to succeed. This is like the dollar store. Guys, you keep telling me these players are good. Do you know that you're talking to me about college stuff when you say, Sills, this guy Watkins, man, he's got great speed. You're not paying. H- here. Let's go Here. So the Kansas City Chiefs just signed a wide receiver with great speed. And they signed Jones, the running back, who used to be the Buccaneer. And I said this to a friend today. The Kansas City Chiefs are trying to get the same guy in a cheaper player and duplicate the same results. That's not Tyree Kill that they just signed. By the way, Juju Smith-Schuster? Guys, what the Chiefs are going to find out, you could sign a 4-3 guy. But you're not signing a 4-3 guy like Tyree Kill. The Eagles are signing guys that look like other expensive players on other teams hoping to get some type of result out of these guys. These guys here, salary-wise, are not in the top 20 wideouts, tight ends, and running backs. How are you helping Jalen Hurts again? Help me. And by the way, don't call me hater. When I'm quoting you numbers where a wide receiver is making $900,000 a year, excuse me, eight ninety five and eight twenty five. dollars How in the world are you helping Jalen and how in the world are you telling me you are all in? Where where do you make Jalen Hurts better with talent you're not paying for? Chris says it's a rebuild. Tyler says best O-line in the league. Okay, Tyler. Tyler. You have the best O line in the league and you're one dimensional. These players that you have in your offensive groupings and these players that you have as your skilled guys make you one dimensional. There's no breakaway threat where you look at he's a big time player. I don't care if you run four threes, I want to know if you're productive. I want to know if you make plays, move the sticks. The passing game is not going to improve with guys making under 900 grand. It's a fact. Backyard said just because they make less money doesn't mean that player. Really? Backyard Birds podcast thinks that Devontae Smith. Making eight hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars is on the same page as DK Metcalf, DeAndre Hopkins, Jalen Waddell, Jamar Chase. Pick a pick a top flight wideout. The, why don't the Eagles spend money then on that position? Why do all these other teams spend money? Allen Robinson just got a hell of a deal. Devante Adams just got a hell of a deal. So you think if you put any one of these wide receivers outside of Devontae Smith on the open market, you think they're signing a $25 million a year deal? Give me a break, man. And you know what? Tyler thinks that, oh, well, all pats on the back are good. Dude, you're gauged in this league by how much money you make because those are the only facts you're gauged on. You're paid on production in the NFL. You're not paid on whether or not you think this guy's gonna be this or that. And for the record, Howie Roseman has too many prove it contracts that he puts in front of players. That's why nobody wants to play in Philly. He was a rookie, so was Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle had 104 catches and a thousand yards. He was a rookie. Jamar Chase had 1,500 yards. He was a rookie. I don't know. That guy Hunter Renfro, who was like a fourth-round draft choice, had 104 catches last year. Okay. Okay. Backyard Birds podcast says that I'm not smart. You're right, dude. Going cheap's probably the way to go. Let's go with his philosophy. Oh, okay. Your starting quarterback makes less money than your backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew. So your backup backup quarterback and your backup running back make more money than your starters. Woo-wee! Got it going on now, brothers. Mitchu makes 2-5. Hertz makes 1-6. I thought you were on a prove-it contract. Why not give Jalen some more money? Give him a million and a half more. Oh, no. Let him work through his rookie deal. Okay. Well, then why don't you use it? Like they are in Miami. At least in Miami. They got Tua on a rookie deal. They're signing a guy for $25 million to play wide out. They got Jalen Waddle. Look at what they've done on a rookie contract. Signed her tight end back. Oh, but let's go cheap like the Eagles. Okay. Miami's not. Miami is getting better and better and better. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Oh. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, if Tua sucks, we're going to know quick. I guarantee you, Tua throws for four grand this year. You watch. Hill's going to take one of those four-yard screens, 50. And he's going to do that multiple times. And you're going to sit there, as Chris Greer's going to go, you watch Tua throw for 4,000 yards. You can't help. But throw for 4,000 yards when you have a guy who had 104 catches last year and another guy who's Tyreek Hill. You may have two guys on that team with over 100 catches. No, you're not smart. Seth, is Howie running a great franchise or a dollar store outlet? Waddle, bad example? He had Jacoby Brissett throwing the ball to him and Tua sometimes. Jacoby Brissett played almost half the season. Jacoby Brissett is a backup quarterback and he still got 104. What are you talking about? You're not talking about Dan Marino in Miami, it was Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. What's throwing to him? Feast with Pete Waddle is a better player than Smith. He is. He is a better player. Eastside Monster. Big Seals blood pressure right now. Hey, listen, wait. No, no, no. You know why? Because when you're trying to explain things to people and you use common sense and you use hate, You're gauged by how much money you make in this league. There's a reason why Deshaun Watson got an $80 million raise or Aaron Rodgers got $50 million per. You went back-to-back MVPs, you're going to get that kind of money. There's a reason Devontae Smith just got a brand-new contract and he's now a Raider. It's because you put up 114 catches a year. There's a reason that Matthew Stafford got a contract extension. He won a Super Bowl. You're paid on production. You're not paid when you do this. Well, I think this guy could be a really fine ball player. Hey, just give him time. There ain't no time in the NFL. Look at this. $825,000 base salary for Devontae Smith. 895 for Watkins. Pascal's got a million. Goddard's got a million. Sanders won two. Dude, this is the cheapest offensive grouping. Got to be in the league that won games last year and made the playoffs. It's got to be the cheapest team that made the playoffs. Some would go, what about Tennessee? Well, Tennessee's quarterback. He makes $31 million. Uh, Ryan Tannehill makes $31 million. What are you talking about? What up, Donnie? Thanks for coming in, dog. When did Smith get traded to the Raiders? Did I say Smith? Okay, Devontae Adams, dog. Whatever, guy. Bargain basement deals, Fred. Okay? You know the Devontae. That's right. You know how you know there's a difference in Devontae's? One guy makes $21 million, the other guy makes $825, and that's 68 catches. Do I really need to give you the back name and the last name? I think you know who the difference is because you know why? One's a player, one's not yet. I think you know the guy in the Raiders. I don't think you really know who the guy is on the Eagles yet. We're hoping. You know, hope, maybe. Those are my least favorite words of all time. Hope and maybe. Those are loser words. You know what my favorite words are? Yes. I am. He is. Star. Production. Not that fantasy shit. Maybe. If. But. When. When. Those are all loser words. Excuses. Excuses. Well, maybe he... I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that on an NFL team. You say that stuff in college. Hey, we recruited him out of college. This kid's got a great chance of being somebody. Yeah, when a kid's 17, 16 years old, I'm all right with that. But when a guy gets drafted in the first round, And he's a high pick in the top 15. And he's got 68 catches because your coach doesn't know how to get the ball to him. And the player doesn't know how to get the ball to the player. And you're watching another guy who was on the same team with him get 104 catches. I got a problem with that with a so-called lesser quarterback. How many people would take two over Jalen? How many people would take two over Jalen? Would you? I don't know. I I don't know if I would or not. Xander goes I would. <laughs> I think he's going to throw for 4,000 yards because of the talent around him. How about this? They're kind of even. Well, if they're kind of even, how does that guy get 104 catches? Oh, he's better. They co- the coach got fired. Brian Flores got fired. Brand Flores got fired. Xander says Howie had interesting comments today at the NFL meetings about lack of targets for wide receiver, tied in wide receivers too, compared to other NFL teams. What does that mean? He he didn't go shopping. His cabinet's bare right now. His cabinet's bare. This is not a lot of talent. This is, how about this? If you had Tom Brady, this talent's okay. Because Brady or Aaron Rodgers or any of these other top flight quarterbacks are going to improve these guys because of why. They're professional quarterbacks. Jalen's not a professional quarterback yet. Don't ever call Jalen Hurts a professional quarterback when you can't read double coverage. And you're barely able to find single coverage. That's not a pro. Jalen Hurts is a one-dimensional football player because he relies on his legs to move the chains. And win ball games. That's what holds Lamar back. If you can't win from the pocket, you can't win a division title, let alone win a conference championship. Some I saw a guy a couple days ago throw Steve Young. Do you know when Steve Young retired, he retired as the highest completion percentage quarterback in NFL history? Steve Young used his legs when he had to. He didn't use his legs because he wanted to. Guys, do me a favor. Hit the like button. I'm going to talk to Gary Cobb about this. So I'm going to bring these numbers up with Cobb. Let's see what Cobb says. Fox 29's own Gary Cobb will break this down with me. Please hit the like button, guys. Because again, if we're going to go forward with Jalen Hurts, the Eagles have to do a better job of putting talent around them. All right. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show.
3: Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little.
4: I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right. Just by talking with Brian in my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they
3: say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222.
6: field of life first trust bank is there for you because philadelphia dreams deserve a philadelphia bank
1: welcome back national football show it's your boy big cells Are the Eagles really helping Jalen Hurts become the best player he possibly can? Okay? Are are, are they really? Do me a favor, guys. Please hit the like button. I'm going to bring in my friend here, Gary Cobb from Fox 29. Gary, I want to read you something. I read this to you last week, and I'm going to do it again here. But I found out what the base salaries are, not just the cap hits, too. The offensive firepower whatever you think of it when it comes to the eagles davante smith base 825 quez Watkins, base 895 zach pascal base 1 million tight end dallas goddard base 1 million sanders running back base 1.2 You got $5 million basically tied up in five (laughs) football players. How in the world are you making Jalen Hurts a better player when you're not actively looking at people like DK Metcalf or AJ Brown who are out there, didn't even look at Allen Robinson? I mean, you know, I I don't know, Gary, maybe they're looking at quarterback. They're looking at wide receivers, but I want you to explain to folks when when you don't spend money, and I'm not saying an exorbitant amount of money, But look at what they're doing in Miami. They just signed a $25 million a year wide receiver for a guy they're not sure on in Tua. I know. That to help me understand what the Eagles are
7: doing. You've been around them long enough. Well, you know, uh, they're definitely not being as aggressive as I thought they would be. I I thought they would go out and get a veteran receiver, somebody who can kind of be a big brother to this young group. Uh, You know, these young kids, I think they have some talent there but clearly, you know, they got to develop, you know, uh, last year, you, I saw some things that you don't see in the NFL. They had a couple of catches, maybe about five catches where the guy runs out of bounds, steps out of bounds, catches a touchdown. You stepped out of bounds. What are you doing running out of bounds? I mean, you got to make sure that you run your route. So you start it so you don't even have a chance of running out of bounds. I mean, how many guys played and never ran out of bounds? They never caught a pass where they ran out of bounds before they caught the ball. Happened three, four, five times, I think a few times, where they caught touchdowns and had gone out of bounds. That's rookie stuff. That's, you know, things you don't happen. Meaning Jalen Hurts wasn't the problem. Problem was the receiver, he ha- he's not thinking about how, what he's going to do in his route and where he knows where he's at on the field. And so that's rookie stuff, you know, and, and there were other things that happened where just not polished. They got to get a lot more polished as receivers. That's where you get a veteran receiver that you bring in and, and, and you work uh, along. You have him almost like a, a big brother to these guys because sometimes, you know, a coach can do a certain amount, but in certain levels where you want players communicating with each other, where a veteran player can teach you some things that nobody else can, you know? And it's able to be communicated because you see him doing it every day. And then he's in the meeting room with you and everything. So I thought they were going to do that because they got to make jumps. They got to make, I mean, they got to do it now. They got to make some jumps, just like there's pressure on Jalen. And clearly, you know, you see, he knows that they're looking at other people. I mean, if 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 they could um have have gotten some done With Watson, clearly they were talking, and they were, you know, so that puts some fire under you when you hear that kind of stuff. If you're a player in the NFL, stuff is competitive. We don't have all day. You got to get it done now, and they clearly got to get more polish out there at the receiver spot, and and they got to do it next year. We don't have time to wait, you know. uh, Nobody's got time in the NFL. They got time to sit around. Cause you can sit around a little bit and all of a sudden your time is up. It's time to move on. That's the way the league is. The clock is, is ticking right now during the off season. Guys have to get up every day and they got to be working to improve their game. Cause the top, the clock is ticking on you. And we know that they're probably going to do something, you know, they defensive line, offensive line, um, you know, uh, you want to do something in the secondary, maybe the cornerback position. I, you know, are, are they going to be able to get another receiver? There's no guarantee. So I thought definitely they would already have a wide receiver. So somebody is, whatever, something is going wrong. No,
1: no. And, 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 and to your point, Gary, um, Shannon Sharp came out and he said earlier today, because I was watching his show, that he believes the Eagles were also the fifth team that we're talking uh, to the Texans and Nick Casario. So to everyone's point, Shannon's saying that he had talked to Arthur Blank and he knows Arthur Blank very well. It was a signed, sealed delivery, either Carolina or Atlanta Mm -hmm. on where he was going. And then the Browns parachuted in with that extra $85 million. So there's no doubt that the Eagles at least had some type of conversation. But back to Jalen here, here's the problem the, the way you're constructing the team on the cheap. If you're going to maintain the mentality here where you're going to be a run-dominant football team, one, you become one-dimensional. You're a one-dimensional team, and if I am a defensive coordinator, I keep this guy in the box. Yeah. I get frontal pressure on him. Yep. He's not going to win a game for me this coming season where he's going to break the perimeter. They've got game tape on this guy. That's right. So I said this earlier today. You may have to compromise being the best running attack in the game to bring in a big-time wide receiver to help Jalen. Look at what Amari Cooper did for Dak. Yep. Look at what they're trying to do in Miami for Tua of Viola. But mm-hmm. yet the Eagles think they're going to go into the draft and miraculously some guy who doesn't know how to play at the NFL level is going to influence Devante or the rest of these guys to turn this into – at least not so one dimensional. Man, they need veterans in this place. Look, not just in the old line, Gary. Yeah.
7: Yeah, they definitely do. I mean, that's something that is a given. And, and there's certain, you know, techniques and nuances to playing the wide receiver game on the pro level. And the thing is, now, this is a passing league. Come on. I mean, you know, great. You won some games running the ball you're going to be have to be able to keep up with these guys who are putting 30 40 points on on, on the scoreboard and you got to be able to score and you know that's just the way this league is right now and there wide receivers that are out there i'm just shocked that they haven't gone after them where uh, and, and maybe it's because they were trying to keep money available if they if they made a block, blockbuster deal or whatever but we need to see something Come up where they signed a veteran receiver, you know uh, this kid. Come on, what, what what's the kid's name? Zach. What? Come on, this ki- that kid. Zach Pascal. Come on, come on. That Zach
1: Pascal. And 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 and, and Garrett, I made the point with this kid Jalen Waddle, who in my opinion is a better player than Devontae Smith. And here's why. Uh huh. That kid had 104 catches with Jacoby Brissett throwing him the ball. Yeah. 104 catches and the head coach got fired and he had 104 with Jacoby percent mm. and yeah. Tua who we're not even sure is an NFL franchise quarterback yet. Don't tell me, well, Jalen, you know, he's a young guy on a rookie deal. That guy was on a rookie deal also. And that guy was injured his senior year at Alabama. Yeah. He goes down to South Florida, puts up 1,100 yards. Yeah.
7: I mean, and 104 catches. Yeah. I when mean, nobody that, quarterbacks that, that, that's, uh that's impressive. There's no doubt about that. And then, you know, the aggressiveness they showed, you know, by going out and, and getting the cheetah, you know, they, that's big time football. Big that time. shows you want to win. And then that's going to tell they Tua, "Look, buddy. There's no other excuses. We want to win now." And and that's the NFL. Not about winning tomorrow, because you don't even know tomorrow's gonna get here. You gotta win right now. You gotta be putting, and I I thought they would be more aggressive. Um, maybe we're gonna see something, you know, come out of somewhere. You know you got the draft picks, okay? They gotta do something. They need something, but they need a veteran. You can't just have all these young kids out there running. You got a young quarterback too. It, it doesn't usually work that way, you know. You need somebody there with some season. Uh, accomplishments, that's able to steer them the right way during games and 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 the nuances to running routes properly, making adjustments during the game, you help the quarterback. You help him. Hey, you can tell him, go back here, Hey, I, this is what I see. You know, you're talking to him. You need a veteran guy out there. So they end up going
1: out and getting Kaiser White from the Chargers. And I say this to you, and I ask you, I go, 140-some-odd tackles last year, that's pretty good but on a football team that couldn't stop the run. And now I'm like, now, Gary, that could be the people in front of this kid white. So I'm not going to say, well, I don't know really too much because I really don't think that the Chargers have had a defensive tackle in there since Jamal Williams was in there Mm -hmm. running the nose for them. They really haven't had that dominant defensive tackle. So maybe the scrape lanes were, they were congested for him. So I'm going to give the kid the benefit of the doubt. But then I look at the Rams. They got Bobby Wagner in town. I know. I'm talking to Bobby Wagner. 174 tackles. Guy's got a Super Bowl ring. Probably going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. he got some juice left in the tank. Yep. Dude, you put that guy on your football team. You sign Honey Badger. That changes the entire look of your, of your secondary and your line of scrimmage play with the triangle. With two free agents, if they were so apt to go out and do that, then you get your guy... The edge rusher in the draft with this kid, potentially from uh, this kid Walker from Georgia. You put him at the end, Wagner in the middle, Honey mm-hmm. Badger in the secondary. I'll tell you what, I feel comfortable going into a football season with those three dudes. Well, I mean,
7: that's that's some aggressive moves. You know, I, I I can't say that I expect them to do that type of thing uh, because, uh, you know, what they got offensively, you know, where I don't know that they believe in, in, um, in Jalen to that extent yet. But that would be some aggressive moves, man. That would that would have you have a defense that would be aggressive when it comes to turnovers. You know, because uh, you're talking about bringing in, you know, players that that know how to help create turnovers, and those are marquee guys. You probably might be looking at two guys going to be in the Hall of Fame in the future. That would be some big time moves. Uh, I I don't know that I see the Eagles doing that, but. If they did it, it wouldn't be anybody complaining. I tell you that they wouldn't well, be complaining I tell you, about Gary, that. It just seems they talk a lot. I see their lips moving, but yeah. I don't
1: hear anything. A little bit. Yeah,
7: I mean, uh, this has been very disappointing so far this offseason. Come on, what are you guys doing over there? I mean, come on, they got to they got to do something. Well, no, 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 no. They did. Wait, wait. They signed Derek Barnett back. To a
1: two-year, get this, Gary, 25 games. He's got four sacks. I know.
7: Why? I'm, I mean, you know, uh, the thing about it, you know, you got, you know, uh, you know. of course they're going to have um, those guys coming back. You know, and Barnett plays hard, makes stupid penalties, but he's not a marquee guy. He doesn't get to the quarterback. You got to get to the quarterback. Come on. This, this is what this league is about. You got people that affect the passing game. Uh, you know, he's he, he plays hard. I will give that to him. But he, he's just not a marquee guy. You know, he's it, a signing, which, you know, I, I don't know that you could seriously say you're going to have him on the field on third downs when the game's on the line. You got to get pass rushers on the field. I don't think he will be on the field right now. It'll be Reddick on one side and the other kid on the other Um, who am I thinking of? A '94 will be out there. He'll <clears throat> be on the other side. You know, you you can't you can't put um, you can't put Barnett out there anymore, man. Two sacks. Come on, you can't put him out on the field. More. They they gave him giving him four years to show his stuff. He's 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 uh, he plays hard. He plays the run in the pass, but he's a backup. He, he's Josh, not a star. Matt, Josh Sweat on the other yeah, side. Yeah, Josh Sweat. Let um, me let
1: me let me. Gary, am, no, I, no am I crazy has some when I throw this out now? Because you, you've you been around how they operate in that front office. With, dude, would I, would I be out of line if I said this, that the Eagles could actually be seriously looking at a quarterback
7: and wide receiver in the first round? Now, hey, the way they're acting, they might they, they might be getting ready to surprise us. I, I mean, you don't know. You know and. <laughs> You know they fall in love with, with with quarterbacks. Yeah, and wideouts. Yeah, and wideouts. Yeah, you know they fall in love, and and there's some guys there. I mean, there's some talent there. There's no doubt about it. You got some, you got a lot of talent at the wide receiver position early in this draft.
1: The kid from your school, London.
7: Yep, is 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 a player, in the two Ohio State kids, and the kid yep. Burks from Arkansas. Yep, and I mean I see talent. I saw some of their workouts. I was looking at them workout. They got talent. There's talent, the wide receiver position early in this draft. So I wouldn't be surprised if they went after another one. I, that would not be a surprise because I, I see them there. The thing is, what about these other positions? What what about your defense? You know, you keep going to the well. Hey, if you keep, you got to keep going to the well at that wide receiver position. I want somebody fired over there. You know Why? You drafted all these other guys. Come on. You're missing all those. Get somebody out of there, man. You can't do that. You can't say you're doing a good job if you're missing that many times. Because, you know, clearly, you know, they got wide receivers. I know two of them definitely. One a first rounder, one a second rounder that need to be gone. And you drafted those guys and you got nothing out of them. You messed up those picks. Somebody should pay for that. I mean, normally that's the way it happens in the NFL. You mess up. Somebody pays. Somebody got to pay for that. Gary, I again paying for that's a great line. That's the line of
1: the day. 825 and base for Devontae to 895 for Watkins, 1 million for Zach Pascal, Goddard, 1 million, Sanders, 1.2. Do you know that Gardner Minshew makes more money this year 2.5 than Jalen Hurts at 1.6? Mm. How, you know. how are you telling me they're helping the kid? You, they can't justify it, right? And watch this. Going into the draft, agreed. But why are the Eagles so hell-bent on being on cheaper contracts
7: and these prove-it-to-me contracts? That's right. I, I mean, I, I think you're right. It, it, the, um, the wide receiver position, you look at what everybody else is expending at that position because it's so important now in the NFL because this is a passing league. And you you got uh, multiple receivers on the field. You you usually have three wide receivers at least on the field all the time. That's why there's a value. You got to have talent out there. You got to have groomed talent that's ready to play right now. And you can't say that these kids are ready to go right now. And you know, and you're right. They're not spending any money on them. I thought sure they would have a veteran. I'm talking about an accomplished veteran wide receiver. I expected them to have on this team. When they go back into the camp, I don't know how they can do that right now.
1: Right, and finally, I have to leave you with with Will Smith smacking the shit out of uh. Oh man! <laughs>
7: hey,
1: what, 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 Hey, hey, I, I'm not gonna pollute it. I want to hear what you thought when you saw it. Hey. I
7: mean, you know, I was I was sitting there watching it. I couldn't believe it. And dude, you cannot do that, man. You cannot do that. Come on. You got to have more class. First of all, when a guy is paid to come in and tell jokes, you know what he does? He tells jokes. I mean, are you kidding me? You know, and, and, and uh, you know, my wife was telling me all the stuff, the dirt that they have put out there about their marriage. Yeah. It's it's like open marriage.
1: And get this. She told Will Smith, this is, you know, the reason I cheat on you is
7: because you don't stand up for me. And I don't I mean, know, man. Are you man. kidding was, me? I'm you fighting more of this out too. Out there, but you can't have anybody telling a joke about her, you know, because she got that disease and yeah. cut the hair down. I mean, it's a joke. It's a joke. Now, I could have seen him when the break, when they had a break back, back behind the scenes. Go ahead, dude. Stay away from my lady with the with the hair, man. Stay yeah. away from that. You know, fine. You know, we could do it. But to go up and punch and slap him like he did, come on, man. You know, you, you can't lose it. And, and the thing about it is we got kids throughout the country, you know, because, you know, I try to go talk to kids. Dude, can't don't do anything stupid and ruin your career, ruin your life. You know, you get involved in some crime, you lose your head, you go uh, attack somebody. Come on, don't do stupid things like hey, that. You hey, Gary, control I told yourself.
1: I told everyone here, don't ever put everything on the line when there's nothing to gain.
7: Come on, man. Are you <laughs> kidding me? No, he really was fortunate because it's not over yet. But I mean, dude could sue him.
1: I mean, come on. No, no, they could certainly, he could have rested his ass right there. The LAPD goes, you want to press charges? That's right. And he I mean, goes, no, 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 I'm not doing any of that. And he I mean, over, out. What,
7: over what? Over what? I mean, a the, bad joke. Had, the thing is, ironic is they have put all this dirt out. And you're going to make a big deal about that. Come on, man. Take a joke. The guy's paid to come in and tell jokes. Wasn't come even on. his joke. The people wrote it for him. And he
1: said it. And they, he got the shit slapped out of him. Gary, <laughs> I got to go, my friend. I love you, man. good one, with- man. Gary Cobb, Fox 29, man. He joins us each and every single Monday. Don't put, hey, take it from somebody who's put stuff on the line before. I learned a lesson. Dude, there's nothing to gain. Don't put everything on the line like that. He put his reputation on the line, something he'll never get back. So he'll never – everyone will – that moment will define him. His greatest moment in motion picture history, Will Smith, will always be tainted by that. The moment of Deshaun Watson signing his contract for $230 million should have been a great moment for him in Cleveland bad moves will always taint that move no matter how and what he does he'll always be tainted got the richest contract in nfl history people don't know that right now we'll talk more a little bit about that but again guys i want jalen to succeed do the eagles hit the like button keep it right here on the national football show
3: Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little.
4: I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right. Just by talking with Brian in my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call
5: 215-458-2222.
6: field of life first trust bank is there for you Seven, three.
7: One, two, three. because
6: philadelphia dreams deserve a philadelphia bank
1: welcome back national football show where in the hell in america can you slap the shit out of somebody start crying be awarded one of the top people in your industry and then call yourself a a vassal of love and how you want to spread love and happiness only in weirdoville can that happen it's the only place on the planet where you can beat the piss out of somebody on stage in front of 20 million people. Start screaming and dropping F-bombs. Publicly disgrace yourself, but not know any different. Then turn around and you're in tears, calling yourself a vassal of love. And how much you were put on this planet to spread love. I thought I was watching... The guy who he was playing in King Richard. I thought he was was playing Richard Williams in real life. I mean, I was like, dude, really? It's time to come out of character, guy. You're an actor. You're talking about imitating life. Dude, those are fantasy things you do. You get a chance to be an athlete or you get a chance to be an actor. That's why people don't identify with those freaks. Nobody identifies that. Because you know why you and I don't play different people every day? We're all who we are. Okay? You you and I have to play Dan Cilio, Duck, Big Chris, Fred. We wake up in the morning, we have to be these people. Chris Rock... And all the rest of these guys, Will Smith, they get to pretend. See, when you pretend like that, you lose reality, the concept of it. You lose a concept of, like, who you are. Dude, you know that guy who always wishes he was somebody else? You know, that's one thing, man, about my wife and myself that I'm so glad. And this is why I think we get along so well after 34 years. You know what it is? We've never wished we were anybody else but who we are. My wife and I have never... Man, I wish... I, hey, I've never wished that. I'm like happy who I am. Most people can't be happy with them lives that they live. Because you don't really know who you are. You lose a piece of yourself. You for, for somebody to get up on stage and slap the shit out of somebody over a dumb joke just shows you how truly sensitive they are, and then they turn around and they start crying, calling themselves a vassal of love. It was the most out-of-touch moment I've ever seen Will Smith in, and it's a shame. It's a shame. His wife, too. Man, I mean, the stories about her. I don't like attacking people's wives and family members, and I'm not. But, dude, some really crazy stuff there, man. Thank God I'm like you, and I'm like all of us, man. We we all live in a different reality. I don't want any of that. That's afraid. Maybe all the money in the world, that guy's not happy. When you get on stage and you do that, you're not a happy dude. Because don't you just do this? Hey, F that. Dude, if I've got that kind of money like Will Smith, and I've got $400 million in the bank... You think I'm getting off my chair to get up because somebody made a shitty joke about my, my my wife? My wife would go like this. He's a dumbass. Let's go back to our $300 million house. I, I mean, really? Open marriage, whatever that means, man. Hollywood people, hey, thank God for Chris Rock and Will Smith doing that because that thing was going in the toilet again. All right, let's get back to something that really matters. People that actually pay to go to games and don't get grab bags that are $150,000. These parting, I mean, the thing is just totally like, it's just not a reality game that these people in Hollywood have. You and me, when we pay tickets to go to games or we have to pay for parking, this is real stuff here. This civic pride stuff. 49ers might cut jimmy garoppolo how's that for you 25.5 million bucks and the only reason that he still may be on the football team is because the quarterback is on a rookie contract trey lance but they do not want to get rid of him they just do not ma'am I would love to have Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm a fan of Jimmy Garoppolo. I know everybody's got their heart set on Jalen Hurts. Okay. Okay. But, guys, please tell me one thing. Okay. Tell me one thing. Give me one place that the Eagles have helped Jalen this offseason. One place, one place that they have helped him. Please, let's be positive here. Give me one place that they've helped Jalen Hurts out this year. I'll take anything, anything. Resigning of Kelsey. Resigning of Kelsey, getting Kelsey back. Right? Right? There you go, picking Kelsey back. Fair enough. Good. It's a good thing. What else? Zach Pascal. Okay. It's a body. What else? Watch this with the Dolphins. You ready? They get an old lineman from the New Orleans Saints. They get Tyree Kill. They re-signed their tight end. They've added a running back. Look at what the Rams have done. Odell Beckham's hurt. They get rid of Woods. They sent his ass to Tennessee. Well, my guy just won a Super Bowl. I'm not going to leave. The cabinet half full. So let's go get, let's see, Allen Robinson. Oh, and by the way, we'll get Odell Beckham back in November. That's right, Marcus. The Finns are killing it. And, Marcus, this is all under the notion they're not sure if two was the guy. They're killing it, yes. Man. Hey, by the way, somebody brought this up earlier. Dylan, the new linebacker, will help. Okay? Tell me, am, am I looking at the money too wrong here? Watch this. 825 for Smith, 895 for Watkins, a million for Pascal, a million for Goddard, a million for Miles Sanders, 1.2. This is the base salary. The numbers I was quoting you earlier were the cap hit. Am am, am I making too much of the money? Am I making too much of it? Guys, I'm going to tell you, I'm I'm, going to do this again. And you know what? I got a feeling what's going to happen in the NFL draft. Okay? I really do. I have a feeling what's going to happen in the draft. And I'm going to tell you what I think next. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show.
3: Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little.
4: I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right. Just by talking with Brian in my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got
3: this. Call 215-458-2222.
6: Field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Seven, four,
7: three. One, two, three. Because
6: Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
1: Hour number two National Football Show, your boy Big Phil's. Please hit the like button. Thank you so much, guys. Fast first hour here as we get into the NFL owner meetings. Everybody is at the NFL owners meetings, and we are going to be just a few weeks out from the NFL draft, so we're starting to get everything lined up here. Real quick before we get into what I think the direction looks like, at least to a common sense guy. You guys can aim me in a different direction if you think I'm going off the rails here. You think I'm going off the reservation here, too, in a direction? Tell me, because, again, your drafting process and the way you look at building your team makes no common sense, so I don't know. You know, I'm looking at things fundamentally. I'm looking at one-dimensional offense. Here, I'll give you a profile of your football team now. It's a good team. And the strength of your team is by far your O-line. Outside of that, you got a lot of common parts. Quarterback's decent um wide receivers yet to be determined i don't know i don't know if they're good or bad i can't tell quarterback struggles getting him the ball your tight end is good every three plays you know the fourth one he drops i don't know i think he can be really good your linebacking core is not very good it's a common roster i don't know they're they're good they're not special It's not a special team. It's a good team. I look at the offensive firepower and that thereof, whatever it is, they're common dudes. There is nobody special on your offense. That's not in your own line. There's nobody special. Okay? There's nobody. Xander says you're a quarterback away. Yeah, Joe Burrow away. Not Kirk Cousins away. Yeah, a guy like that, Deshaun Watson, you bet. Finding one of those guys, good luck. People search. Look at the Dolphins. Have they ever been able to replace Dan Marino? When was the last game Dan Marino played? What was his last season? Vape says, Dan, we had a meeting. We are rooting for the stars. (laughs) Hey, by the way, we're going to be getting the starting quarterback on uh, pretty much every week. I look forward to the stars. Okay? Dan, you're special. My wife would say, special needs. (laughs) That's what she'd say about me. (laughs) I'm rooting for the stars. Hey, thanks, Vape. I appreciate it. Okay, I mean, yeah, you're 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 a quarterback away. What's it like? Can somebody tell me what the ninety nine? Lewis says the last game that Dan Marino played was nineteen ninety nine. They have been looking for quarterbacks to replace Dan Marino since nineteen ninety nine. Look at that, nineteen ninety nine. Clay Lemons. A ton of stiffs, Ryan Fitzpatrick, right guys like that. Who was the Marshall kid that actually won a division the year Brady got hurt? Okay, who, who was that kid? Pat White, the Virginia, uh, West Virginia guy, also was a Miami Dolphin. Okay. Jets in 66. Looking uh, right, that's when uh Namath got drafted. Who was that kid out of um Adam Marshall? I think he followed followed up Leftwich when he was in um when he was in co- college. He's one of them thundering herd quarterbacks that came out. What was that kid's name? They actually won a division championship. And that was the year that the Patriots won 11-5. And, and I think Matt Castle was the was the uh, quarterback for the Patriots, and they still won 11 games, and they didn't make it to the postseason that year after Brady got hurt, I think, against the Chiefs in the opener, if I'm not mistaken. Ryan Tannehill was there. No, nah, there was a dude that won. Yeah, Chad Pennington. Thank you, Razor. Chad Pennington was the quarterback that won – the division title that's the last time the dolphins won the division title believe it or not is when chad pennington was quarterbacking that team they've been looking for that guy ever since look at the look at the um look at the eagles ever hey would i be wrong to say this well you guys have been looking for a quarterback since five am i right Birdman says, Smith will have 1,300 yards. Quez will have 900. Goddard 1,000 if we had a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You mean if Joe Burrow, if Joe Burrow was your quarterback, those guys would have those numbers? Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, am I wrong when I say you haven't had a quarterback in Philadelphia since uh, since um, since McNabb? Is that right? Yeah, but Fred, how many years did actually Michael Vick play compared to Donovan McNabb? Well, how many years did McNabb play in Philly? How many years was he in, in Philly? I mean, Vick had. What two years? That's not really a legacy. Those are moments. Wait, McNabb had ten years, dude. I'm not putting Michael Vick, in a guy who had ten years and went to four NFC Championship games. Michael Vick doesn't get that respect. He gets the respect he made a Pro Bowl, but he don't get McNabb respect. Matt says McNabb played 10 to 11 years. Sorry, man. No way. I'll reiterate. The Philadelphia Eagles haven't had a quarterback in Philadelphia since McNabb. What was McNabb's last year in Philly? Maniac says a steady QB since McNabb. Yes, Sills. What was McNabb's last year? Okay, Vic. In thirteen years, no, 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 hater. They weren't thirteen years in Philly. They weren't for thirteen years in Philadelphia. Two thousand nine. So you've had what? Chris? He didn't play long enough. I'm talking about a guy who you can line up for a decade. For a decade. McNabb lined up for a decade. By the way, got the four conference championship games. That's pretty stout. That's pretty stout. Dan Marino never did that in Miami. Dan Marino never got close to that. What McNabb did when it came to postseason play. As a matter of fact, the only thing that Aaron Rodgers has over Donovan McNabb in the postseason is the Super Bowl because he's been to four conference championship games too. You haven't had a quarterback, really. And Here, let's do this. Philadelphia hasn't had a quarterback outside of Jaws, Randall Cunningham and McNabb. In the last 40 years, you've had three quarterbacks you can count on Jaws, Randall Cunningham, and McNabb. The rest of them have been hopeful wishes. So finding that guy, when Xander says we're quarterback away, Well, dude, okay, you had two quarterbacks who were staples in the system, Jaws and McNabb, who got to a Super Bowl. The other quarterback that got you to a Super Bowl was a substitute teacher who can't keep a job in the league and had some crazy run. He's not a staple, and he had great moments. Probably the greatest moments in Eagle history in the Super Bowl era is with. Think of that. Your your two your three staple quarterbacks in the Super Bowl era have been Jaws, Randall, and McNabb, and a guy who had your most incredible moments. None of those guys. It was Foles, who was a backup quarterback. Philadelphia has never really had a franchise dude since 1966. You haven't. Nobody like Marino, Elway. Nobody like that. Nobody like that. And Randall was too hard to coach. Nobody could connect with him. He didn't like anybody getting in the way. And when Gruden got in the way, they shipped his ass out of town because he didn't want to play within the guardrails. Wedge. It looked promising, 4,500 passing yards, and all of a sudden you're looking at a guy putting those kind of yards up with no 1,000-yard receiver, and you're like, maybe this is the guy. He was a one-year wonder. He was a Rick Meyer. Remember when Rick Meyer came out of college the same year Bledsoe did? Bledsoe came out of Washington State. Rick Meyer came out of Notre Dame. Guess who won the rookie of the year that year? Rick Meyer. Everyone was like, wow, Seattle's got a quarterback in Rick Meyer. Turned out to be a dud. Same thing, RG3, rookie of the year, gets hurt, dud. So finding that guy, so the Eagles are going to go into the draft looking for that guy with guys that no one else but potentially the Eagles are evaluating as a franchise quarterback. I haven't heard anybody call any. Have you? Have any of you heard any analyst? I don't care who it is. Pete Prisco, any of these guys. Todd McShay, anyone. Has anyone called any of these potential quarterbacks franchise potential? Why would Howie all of a sudden look at one of these guys and call him a franchise guy? Why would he look at Kenny Pickett and go, I think Kenny Pickett's a franchise guy? What he did at Pitt? Did any of these guys do anything special? Like when I watched Deshaun Watson in college at Clemson, I went like this Man, that guy, I'll tell you a guy who shocked me. Two guys. Okay. I never saw Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech do this. I never watched – he he didn't do anything overwhelming at Texas Tech. I, I, I mean, I didn't even know he went to Lubbock. I had no idea he went to Lubbock. And he turned out to be this special quarterback. Okay? He did. I was like, wow, okay. I had no clue he was going to be that guy. So maybe – and Howie's analysis, by the way, has Howie ever drafted a quarterback outside of Carson Wentz? Oh, by the way, just for the record, from my own knowledge, who drafted Wentz? Whose draft choice, who gets credit for Wentz? Who drafted Wentz? Howie drafted Wentz? Howie gets credit for Wentz. Okay. Joshua says, what's your point? My point is, what makes you think he's all of a sudden going to find this great draft analysis to look at one of these quarterbacks and bring him in and say that he's going to be a starting guy in this building here and he's going to be the future of this football team? How do you know that he did anything with Jalen Hurts? And Jalen Hurts is the guy. Howie, Howie Roseman has a really good propensity to draft offensive linemen. Outside of that, okay, I mean, his greatest wide receiver he ever drafted was Deshaun Jackson, then Jeremy Macklin. This guy's not a draft guy. He's not a talent evaluator. And I'm supposed to believe that? Xander's right. Stoutland chooses most of the old linemen that you draft. It's because he's the best old line coach in the NFL and he was the best old line coach in college. Sander, right? He's the old old he's the old Bama guy, right? He's the Bama guy under um, under Saban, who was there under Saban, right? And get this guess who took over for his ass? You got it, Mario Cristobal. Mario was down there too as an O line coach. That's where he learned it. When Mario got fired, I think from FAU or FIU—I forget which one of those programs he got blown out of. Saban hired him to coach the O line at Alabama. So he's got a—he's got a legendary coach helping him pick talent. At least he listens. You know why he listens? Because he hired Stoutland, probably. Stoutland's my guy, so I'm going to listen to him. This guy's got an ego, man. I'm talking Howie Roseman. Dude, if, if this were me, I would hire the greatest talent evaluators on the planet. I would bring in Ozzie Newsom as a talent evaluator, just as an observer, what do you think? Of where, what do you think of my board? Just to get his sense, because if you look up on Wikipedia, what's the first job he had as a member of the Philadelphia Eagles? You know what that was? A cap guy. A cap guy. Joe Douglas, when he traded for Wentz, he was the second man to Howie. Dude, how he's doing all the right things, though, under the cap, draft choices, first-rounders. But, man, he is afraid to spend dough. And, and, and you know what, guys? If I had Tom Brady in my building, I would have probably this offense. Brady's one with guys like this. Brady's one with guys like this. He has a good defense, phenomenal special teams. But that ain't Tom Brady that you have under center right now. The reason that I think Howie controls the money the way he does is because personally, the owner doesn't like to spend money. Let's do this here. Outside of Carson Wentz, what's the biggest – can you guys do me a favor? What are the biggest acquisitions that the Philadelphia Eagles have had since the owner has owned a team in 1995 when he spent top dollar on a position? Can you tell me what player since 1995 did he spend the most money on? What was the biggest contract? Okay, the biggest contract that he spent on somebody that wasn't brought up in the organization, Alshon Jeffries. Fair enough. Four years, fifty-two million. Alshon Jeffries. Here, let me do this. Let me see something here. Alshon Jeffries. No, no, no. Fletcher was drafted. I'm talking bringing someone in. See? He's owned a team for 27 years. 27 years. Alshon Jeffries. Brandon Brooks, five years, fifty-six million. Biggest deals. Nandi Asamoah. That was a big deal, if I'm right. If I'm not mistaken, right? Kivo, that was a pretty expensive deal to get Nandi Asamoah. If I'm not mistaken. I thought you guys pried him away from the Raiders. You got him away from the Raiders, right? Nandi Asamoah? That was a big deal, right? Five years, $60 million. So in nearly 30 years, Alshon Jeffries, Brandon Brooks, in Namdi Asamoa. Nearly 30 years. You've had three significant moves in spending money. Jenkins from the Saints, that's a pretty good one, too. Okay? Look at where all these numbers are, too. Brian Maxwell, six years, sixty-three million. And by the way, for the record, guarantee you, he didn't live into that six years. Okay? Guarantee you. All in the $10 million range. All in the $10 million a year range. Funny how that's all worked out. Look at this. Alshon, four years. Roughly around four. That's probably the biggest one he's had is the Alshon Jeffries deal. Brandon Brooks. Well, a little bit over 10. Nandi. Okay, about 12 never played five years in philly and you get this hey um xander am i right Not one of these guys lived into that contract brian maxwell he didn't play six years in philly namdi didn't play five years in philly alshon didn't play four years in philly did he Oh, wait, I think he had to because of the cap hit that Alshon would have hit on the Eagles. Nandi played two years in Philly. Two years. Look at all these deals he signed. These are all bust. These are all bust deals is my point, dude. These are all bust deals. Every one of these, they're not very good. Brian Maxwell played one year, and they signed him to a six-year $63 million deal. These are iconic failures. So you think he's going to go on the open market, drop money on a receiver when he has failed – in 30 years, every one of these moves stink. They don't stick. They stick stink. Brian Maxwell played one year, ninety-two. two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these guys, these guys were robbing the Philadelphia. They were robbing the bank in Philly. <sighs> These are terrible. Those are all awful contracts. Sills, so we won Super Bowls in 17. And he put the team together. Boy. And you're still circling Broad Street like you want it today. Man, worst thing ever happened to Howie Roseman, they won the Super Bowl because he thinks he's this ultimate evaluator. Yes, thanks, Sills. Who has the last laugh here? What are you talking about? I don't want the team to fail. You have me wrong here. I'm pointing out trying to figure out your free agency, or lack thereof. These picks that he went and did, this Kaiser White, Zach Pascal, they're safe, cheap. These players will be good additions to the roster. And I get my rookie guys on a contract, rookie deals on mostly prove-it deals. DeMarco Murray had a five-year, $40 million deal. Played one year. (laughs) Oh, my God. I didn't know it was this awful. Look at all of the non-production. Hell, shit, I'm wrong about Alshon Jeffries. At least you guys got three years out of the kid, right? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it was three. Maxwell, one year. Namdi, two. Xander's right. Won a Super Bowl with him. And I'll blame him the next year for dropping that pass in New Orleans. He catches that pass. The Eagles potentially have two Super Bowls in a row. Sorry. I'll always hold that against him. Was right in his hands catches it you're in a you're inside the 20. I'm I, I'm I remember I remember and I wasn't even covering you guys and I remember looking at my wife if that guy catches that pass they're inside the 20 and they're going in they're going in I thought for sure man then he drops it I was like oh I was like that guy man I, I'm serious I will always hold that against him Dude, those contracts that you signed with those free agents by Howie Roseman are stiffs. They never... That's why he doesn't play in the free agent pool. I see it now. I got it. Thank you guys for helping me. Oh, I, I, hey. So every big Eagle contract in history has not worked out. No. Well, since 1995, you're free agents. Name me one that has. Give me one. One free agent signing. I want one. Help me. Okay. T.O. How many years did T.O. play in Philly? Javon Curse. Okay. John Runyon, this is is all under and since 1995, right? Chris Long played one year. Dude, I'm talking about a guy who signs a four-year contract that lives the deal out, and you get production, and the guy is a super player for you for that whole contract. I'm not looking at one-year deals. Malcolm Jenkins, I do think, was a good deal. howie how about this wasn't Joe Banner part of like the Trotter wasn't that under Joe Banner's time that wasn't under Howie's time that was under Joe Banner's time wasn't it Howie Roseman has been the general manager since 2010. And Banner did the TO deal, so Howie don't get that one. Okay. Joe Banner was the general manager for most of those other picks you're talking about. You don't get, you don't get the Trotter pick. That was Joe Banner. Trevor, thank you. 2011. You don't get the Trotter deal for Howie. Dude, these free agent deals under this general manager. Now I know why. You're just not very good at it. This is why free agents don't come to Philly. You know why? They don't last. Hugh says, dude, you're peeling the onion wide open, and my eyes are tearing up from the stench here. Am, am, wait a minute Hugh am I saying something wrong? Hugh tell me if I'm saying something Hugh I think we all just need to do this No no Hugh we just need to figure out how he operates and let's get an mo and how he works so that we don't get our we don't get our hopes up in free agency because you know what the most of you guys were doing Hugh you know what remember remember Hugh Let's go get DK Metcalf. I'm like, yeah, why not? Okay, sure. I mean, let's go get Tyreek Hill. Hey, Alan Robinson would be a great fit on this football team. And I, I'm like, okay. But then you watch how he operates. And the countless errors that he's made. Hey, how about that Kerrigan guy? Who brought Kerrigan in? Who brought Kerrigan in? Was that Howie who brought Kerrigan in? What was Kerrigan's deal? But he was oh two million. Nobody, yeah, that's two million. Is I'm not, I'm not sweating that guy bombs out at two million. Xander says two million. That's not that real. Hey, if you were counting on Kerrigan, at, but then again, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is where I'm gonna disagree with him. Well, if you're bringing him in for two million. You're bringing Zach Pascal in for 1.5 million hit against your cap, 1 million in base. You're counting on Zach Pascal to be a player in your number three guy in your wideouts and in your offensive attack, you're counting on this guy. So we had to have been counting on Kerrigan to be a factor in the pass rush this past season. He had to because he's paying Zach Pascal the same. How he doesn't want to build this team through free agency. As like the Rams do. Okay. Dude, the Rams have a couple centerpieces on that team. And, and by the way, really? Now that I think about it, who's the centerpieces on the Rams? Let's think about this. Vaselli says how he likes to be aggressive and free aging when he knows who the franchise quarterback is. Great take, Vaselli. Great take. Who's the benchmark guy that the Rams drafted? Aaron Donald and who? Well, Jalen Ramsey was a Jaguar. Cooper Cup? Stafford was drafted by the Lions. Sony Michelle was a Patriot. No. Ramsey's not a Ram. He was a Jaguar. Todd Gurley's not on the team. You got one dude in Los Angeles that you drafted that's a centerpiece dude. One. Sydney, thank you. How we better get Burks. I like that. Two defensive first-round players. I know, Chris, Gurley's not even on the team. He's not even in the league, I don't think. Thank you, Sydney. Trent Cole. I think he's your last Pro Bowl linebacker you drafted. Am I right when I say that? (laughs) 14, 15 years ago. Jets, Bengals, Chargers, Dolphins, Panthers, Chiefs, Rams have all had nice signings and trades. Bengals got four guys in the row line. They'll probably get another guy in the draft. The Dolphins have improved their football team overnight. Yes, the Panthers, too. Chiefs, hey. They're trying to go cheap, too, because you know why? They're paying their quarterback $500 million. Rams have all made the nice signings. Absolutely. Even the Lions. How did the Chiefs get better? I agree, Maniac. Where where, where do you see Chiefs? Juju Smith-Schuster? I'm sorry, I'm not sold on him. And what's the Jets' big move? Who did the Jets sign? The Jets missed out on Hill. Uh, hey, I offered you Dickerson for another first rounder and T. Higgins. That was never going to happen. Because you know why? That makes too much sense. And you guys were right. I would have compromised the run game a little bit if we improved the pass game by getting... You know, T. Higgins on this team's a one. He ain't a two. Smith would have been put in the role of CeeDee Lamb, and T. Higgins would have been put in the role of Amari Cooper. And then it would have been up to Devontae to surpass T. Higgins. That's what you're hoping for. That you're two... That's still on a rookie deal. Surpasses the guy. and You're hoping you didn't spend a shitload of money like Dallas did. See the problem with Dallas? The fundamentals, right? Because they helped Dak get better. Dak got better when Amari showed up. He did. He got better. Okay? He got better. CD got better, and he's on a rookie deal, so the Cowboys went like this. Let's move him. I'd rather have the roster spot, and let's help our, our cap a little bit by moving him to Cleveland. Dallas Dallas did it right except for the overpaying. Howie does it kind of right, and he underpays. And that's why you get lesser talented guys in Philly than you do in Dallas or anywhere else, really, when you're trying to improve your pass game. How are the Eagles improving their pass game? Where do you see that? Your backup quarterback makes more than your starter and you have wide receivers. Two of the three make less than a million dollars a year. And you're gonna go in the draft. You're gonna go into the draft here. And you know, remember at the combines too? Howie was like this. Well, we're gonna gamble. On what? What do you the gamble has to be Jalen? Has to be Jalen. Well, we tried to get Ridley. Yeah, but Kip, think of this for a second here. Or, Coat, think of this for a second. You were going to go after a guy who didn't play last year because he was Ben Simmons, dressed in a Philadelphia Eagle uniform, or excuse me, Atlanta Falcon uniform. You were going to go get a guy who played Ben Simmons in a Falcons uniform, and you're going to try to tell me that that was going to be, it probably would be an upgrade. He had 1,300 yards or whatever it was two years ago. But then he pulled a Ben Simmons. He didn't want to play last year for whatever reason. And how he was trying to get a deal again. You know, it's funny. I'd like to know what that contract was. Ridley and Reddick would have been big. How do you know Ridley would have played though? wasn't it where he needed um, a break or something what was the whole thing last year with him what was the, why why did Ridley play I thought he was injured then I found out his feelings were hurt or something and he didn't want to play and I love those guys my feelings are hurt so I'm not playing okay uh, don't you wish one day you guys could wake up and go my boss hurt my feelings and I'm not showing up to work so guess what okay? Hey, man, I'm like you guys. I have to show up to work. I have to produce to get paid. I'm not promised anything. I'm like you every day. Nobody's promised anything in reality and real world stuff. Fictional world is what we saw last night in Hollywood. That's fictional shit. You and me have to get up every day, and we have to earn our money. I don't have a problem with that either. James, mental break or something players like? I don't know, man. <laughs> okay. I have no tolerance for that stuff. Mental health. We're all under mental health right now after the last three years. me a break. Uh, you know, I'm making $47 million, and you know what? I need a break. Okay. Seals, don't you believe in mental health? No. No. Yeah. That's why I'm married 34 years. Got my best friend I could talk to or my aunt. pull me out of a rut. Yeah. Xander goes, he wanted a contract extension, didn't get it, so he sat out. That's the guy you want in the Eagles? You're going to welcome that guy to South Philly. You are just, just it's, it hey Philly, five, hey, Philly 500. I'm wondering if that handle with Philly 500 is a microcosm of how he thinks of how the front office of Philadelphia acts. They like to be 500 because every free agent move that Howie Roseman has made, they're, I mean, look at this. Let me do it again. Maxwell played one year. DeMarco Murray signed a five-year, $40 million deal. Played one year. Jesus criminy, man. All the deals we've gone over. Awesome while two years or whatever it was. They've been horrible. How many people actually lived out the, the contract that they were given in Philly by Howie. Not many. I got to take a time out because I've been, I've just been going on here because I'm following. This is like following an etch-a-sketch. It really is. Philadelphia Eagle offseasons are like following an at et- sketch It's all over the joint. You're the guy everywhere. This only leads to one thing, though. Okay? This leads to one thing. I'm going to tell you what this one thing is. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show.
3: Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker, Mike Little.
4: I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right. Just by talking with Brian in my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call
3: 215-458-2222.
6: Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia Dreams deserve a Philadelphia Bank.
1: Welcome back, National Football Show You Boy Big Phil. Philly Point Five O. Xander, let's book him for tomorrow at either 4.30 or 5 if he can. Let's book him for tomorrow's show. Dude, Philly, you better be good, because if you suck, you'll never come on my show again. Okay? Hey, if you suck... Uh, I'll never have you on again. I was going to put Bruce Arians on tomorrow, but I ha- I forgot to reach out to Bruce. He's at the owner's meetings. You better be good, man. Duck says he's good. All right, all right. I'm going to take you guys' word for it here. Okay? Okay? You better be good, man. He better be good. So Philly, .50 if and by the way if he becomes somebody that i think is really good we'll make a benchmark out of it like we do with gary cobb so if he's up for it we'll see if we can make it happen tomorrow i don't even know what his schedule is okay i'm just here so i don't get fine dan philly 500 is awesome Big Chris, okay, all right, Sills. So, I told you, I know everything. You have to have it. maniac pipe down. You're 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 still liking and um. You're still you you're still like a timeout a little bit. Need to mark this, okay. He's in, okay. Philly five hundred says he's in. Let me double check. Okay, good. Yeah, because I, I threw this. Hey, I just threw this out. Joey's going to be mad. It's, <laughs> hold on. I'll put some. You know what? That's a good bit there. Hey, hey, uh, Xander, the um the person of the week, who, we're going to start doing that. Whoever has the best takes of the week, we're going to put them on, like on a Tuesday of the following week. I think I like that idea. I think I like that. And if you suck, never come back on. But if you're good, you may get another repeat opportunity to come on the program, okay? Maniac, you're in line. Okay, Chris, the guys are a part of the big Sills Army that you guys come, okay. So we'll get a peck in order. All right, Six, I got you. I Look, I'm going to try to get every one of you guys on. Okay, I I promise you. Philly Eagle fan says that Philly 5.0 is a goofball. Well, so am I though. Carlos says, "What up, Dan? You'll like him." Okay, Maniac, you're in line. You know you're coming on. Relax. By the way, you may come on with, me. hey Phil, hey Maniac, you may come on with me when I'm at the uh, Oceans Casino. Okay, when you you may sit, all of you guys that want to come on may come on during that time. You show up at the casino, you get to come on with me. How's that, Hugh? You guys show up when I'm there doing my show. We haven't figured what days yet. Oh, he's a Paisan too? Well, shit, he's clearly in now. (laughs) He's a Paisan. Hey, you know what? If he's Northern Italian, you know what? Hey, you know, we're almost Paisans. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Oh, look at Chris. Hey, 5.0, are you are you Italian? Showtime. All right, all right. All right. Looks like you guys really like this guy. Calabrese. Did that help? Hey, yeah, you're almost a Frenchman, but it's okay. We're almost Paisans. Birdman, don't worry. We'll get y'all on, man. We'll get y'all. Hey, people with good takes, we're going to start doing this. I'm going to start doing this. Okay. Philly 5.0, are you following me on Twitter? He's Italian? Shit. You're in for sure now, dude. <laughs> dude, you're a paisan? You're in for sure now. <laughs> follow me on Twitter, dude. I'll follow you back. Okay. Okay. We'll, do, we'll We'll get a time tomorrow, either 4.30 or 5.30, Eastern time. And we'll see what this dude's all about. I'm Irish. It's all right, 007. Irish and the Italians, we're good. Hey, Irish, Italians, Jewish, doesn't matter. We're all good. And hey, do I look like I pass on any kind of meal? I'm Italian and Sicilian. Oh, D-Train, good, 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 good. Good. Okay, now we got it going on. Cannolis. Oh, he's... <laughs> I saw Denzel last night, man. Hey, Nation, hang on here. If you're Italian or you're black, we're brothers. <laughs> I had to say it. hey if if you're if you're a black guy or italian we're brothers man i don't know what else to say (laughs) steak and lobster on sills no 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 on xander and big joe (laughs) not me no no (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) <laughs> xander goes on white as hell we're still brothers bitch ass see the bitch ass at the end that's why i know he's got some paisan in him <laughs> oh man oh green sea is your ha- okay dog okay it's good man good show we could talk about how bad hurts the- <laughs> oh you're terrible daz did they come off daz they're just not putting enough talent around him, though, to, to see how good he could be. Get him a big time player. That's all I'm asking. Get him a big time player, dude. Right? I'm not. I'm, this was nothing on Jalen, but this is all on. Get him a big time player, so we find out whether or not he's really good or not. All I'm asking. Get him D.K. K. Get him A.J. Brown. Dude, let's find – we're going to – hey, we're going to find out how good Tua Tucker-Viola is, aren't we, this year? You can't get the ball to Tyree Kill and then four-yard dumps. His ass is out of town. And at least the answer will be in front of us instead of on a piece of paper on whether or not Jalen's the guy. Okay? We we gotta we, we can't just keep tripping along over this. Just keep tripping along. It's gotta end. Somebody says, um, Fee says, Why not Julio Jones? Sure. Sure. Get him, get him, get him, Julio. Bam a guy, put him on the other side. Sure. Anybody. And, and no shade on Zach. But when you're the 94th rated wide receiver, according to Pro Football Focus, how am I supposed to read anything else but, okay, well, he's a body. Go after get some more rugby players. That might be something to think about. Okay? Anybody better than Rieger? hey, Get this, Rieger has a higher grading, according to Pro Football Focus, than uh, Zach Pascal. Birdman goes, hey, Sills, I'll take a 50-year-old Terrell Owens at this point. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. You know what? I, I don't know if that's that bad an idea either. T.O. could imagine this. A 50-year-old T.O. might be better than anything the Eagles have under contract right now. And, and, and really, that's almost kind of a joke, but there's a part of me that goes, gee, I bet you he's in great shape. Do the wildcat with mulata. Hey, man, have you seen him run with that rugby ball? I'll take Shannon Sharp. <laughs> hey, Shannon Sharp did say that the Eagles were in the Watson sweepstakes. He thinks he was one of – that they were one of the teams. That he was that you know he was one of the teams hey, yeah we got it we so we're gonna try to get uh, Philly 5.0 on tomorrow and we'll see what he has and we'll see what his game is and we'll take we'll throw questions out at him and we'll see where he goes with this so, so I'm inviting you over for dinner Endless pasta bro we're gonna have a fun time in Atlantic City. yeah <laughs> night lives go sills don't worry Howie says it's not april yet weeks to go okay all right man all right okay okay hey fantastic guys don't forget the middle tomorrow i'll be back with barrett too man you guys were awesome thank you so much i appreciate it hit the like button till tomorrow 4 to 6 eastern time we'll see you on the flip side